0: what is up everybody welcome back to the spectator mode podcast out of hayward's premier gaming podcast don't tell our friends over the uh nintendo entertainment podcast because they think they're premier but we are and as always i have my two hosts here there's one buddies. here now what did you say <laughs>
1: there's one here now from that podcast <laughs> oh
0: yeah we, we, we got we got sky here don't tell todd that there's, there's a, a spy here <laughs> and we got kyle what's up guys hi <clears throat> Just making sure I capture at least 160 more Pokemon. Yeah, guys. So uh we got we're getting a, close. We got an interesting podcast today. We are gonna talk about Pokemon and something else and also the Game Award shows. We're gonna talk about some of the nominees. That's gonna be fun. Obviously, I'm gonna say that it is not going to be less than 30 minutes today. I do apologize, but that's okay because we're gonna make it worth your while. Uh before we do anything, we do also want to Send our prayers and our love and our condolences over to the family of Jason David Frank who was found dead over the weekend, apparently by suicide. Uh, that's that's depressing more than anything else. Not because at least I can say that I grew up watching this guy, in Power Rangers. Kyle made <laughs> yourself as well. I did. So uh, I, grew up I watching did as him.
2: well. I'm a, he him was a, becoming the Red Ranger, the Green Ranger, then Red Ranger again was great.
0: He was a yeah. big part of my childhood. You know, he was he was a stand-up guy. Uh, I watched him even after he stopped doing Power Rangers. He was just so cool. You know, he was living yeah. life. He was doing the stuff that I wish I could do. He he did some mixed martial arts and he just seemed like a very awesome guy, somebody I could yeah. hang out and chill with. So to hear
1: I, I remember his, seeing him at cons and stuff. He looked like he was in great spirits. So it's really unfortunate to hear.
0: Yeah, especially during the holidays. I I can't imagine how his family feels. That's all I can do is, you know, wish them the best. Hopefully, everybody gives them the space that they need and should respect their wishes to stay the hell away. Because I know a lot of people are just like, hey, what happened? What happened? Look, just give the family the time they need to grieve. Back up. All right. I didn't want to drag the podcast down. So we'll do something a little more positive. Scott has been playing a lot of Pokemon for Nintendo Switch. Pokemon, Scarlet, and Violet, Violet.
2: Yes. I've been playing way too much. I literally... (laughs) Decided that instead of what I usually do with Switch games, is I'll play a lot. In, I'll play in the morning until the Switch dies, charge it up, and do something else in the day. But uh, as soon as I wanted to put it down, I needed to do something else on the Switch. So instead, I just docked it and <laughs> just put it to the TV and just played it the whole day.
0: <laughs> I wanted you to talk about the performance issues as well. I've been hearing and seeing some weird stuff about that game.
2: Oh, it, its performance is is still yeah, it's terrible. Um, it it drops frames a lot. It also has really weird graphical bugs that happens off and on and it, it's worse when it's docked that's one thing i noticed yesterday because i played it docked <laughs> is uh it goes slower when it's docked it you can see technically pokemon farther on the screen but that also has the problem of Poke, uh, game freak does these things called dynamic frame rates right so when you have something that's far off in the distance and it starts like walking or running it walks at like five frames a second it's absolutely hilarious but uh, it's really bad in terms of the performance issues.
0: But it's still a really great game, aside from that. <laughs> I think the problem with that, though, is people, and I, I can say I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. If I hear a game doesn't perform well, I, I tend to go, well, maybe I'm not going to play that game. Like when I heard about the performance issues with this game, I was like, well, at least I can play it on my Steam Deck. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's the wrong <laughs> thing to say, right? That, that is definitely the wrong thing to say. But it's also kind of true. Yeah.
1: uh, I've watched a couple of streams on it. Um, I have the game and I started playing it at midnight but I think I spent about 45 minutes uh, creating a character (laughs) and then I fell asleep. Um, Which unfortunately after that I had to go down to Atlanta and I spent the weekend in in Atlanta doing Dreamhack. So Ah. I didn't really get a chance to sit down and play Pokemon but from what I've seen of it performance wise it looks like a train wreck. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, this game was optimized. Well, I will say that. <laughs>
1: just, a lot but of still a fun game. <laughs> a lot of people are attacking Game Freak, which doesn't really seem all that fair because these guys push Pokemon games out yearly. You know, I, I don't I don't think they have the time to make the game run any better than they can. Um I think if we could get it like uh Zelda, we can get Pokemon games or at least like Zelda does we'd probably get something really awesome
2: oh yeah definitely
1: um, i think people need to be nice to game freak
2: yeah game freak is basically i mean the same way that activision used to basically go over treyarch where they'd have to spend like games every almost every year and and in this case we've had two pokemon games this year (laughs) with pokemon legends arceus and now pokemon scarlet and violet that probably wasn't helpful
0: so I never understood yeah. this whole Pokemon committee thing where it's Nintendo, Game Freak, then the Pokemon company and all that other stuff. And I, people probably have asked this, but why hasn't Nintendo been asked? Or why doesn't you know Game Freak let Nintendo once in a while take the reins and develop the game?
2: That would be interesting to see. Because, right? I mean, the last time we've had someone who did anything outside of the Pokemon company with Pokemon was Bandai Namco with Pokemon New Snap. <clears throat> and that one actually looked and performed really well.
0: Yeah, they yes. probably had more time. That is probably true. I wouldn't. I would also wager that they're they're a bigger company as well, so they they have the resources. <laughs> they do have the resources, and we see
2: like companies that have resources can utilize them pretty well. Um, we have like say the Persona Five Royal port on Switch that performs wonderfully and still has all like the big. Like added on assets of Persona 5 Royal, they didn't put just the normal Persona 5 assets on it, which I thought they were originally going to do to make it, you know, flow better. But they were able to utilize the newer assets and still make the
0: game perform well. Oh well, it's it's a shame. I even still I've heard good stuff about the game. I have a copy. I'm going to play it eventually, but there's a mountain of games approaching, <laughs> or it has already started. So you know, all will
1: um. I'll play Violet as soon as I can beat God of War. <laughs> and hey, you've been playing a game for a hot minute.
2: Brigatito, I have a bunch of them now. Yep.
1: <laughs> so. I am uh I am 35 hours in the God of War and I'm close to the end. It's How long is that game? I think it's about 20 if you just focus on story stuff. But I wanted to get everything maxed out, so I've done like all the side content that I can. Um there are story missions after or, I'm sorry, side content missions after you beat the game um but by the time i go back to do those it'll be super easy like i've already killed all the ravens and stuff oh, So <clears throat> yeah
0: i got like the more uh chore parts done
1: now it's just a matter of time until i beat the game
0: uh oh should i remember what we were going to do next oh yes kyle you said you had something that you wanted to talk about some cool stuff that you played over at DreamHack. <clears throat> yeah I- voice <laughs> <laughs> i actually played
1: two really cool games one was a small indie game, and it was called Mail Time. And you played this tiny little mushroom person. Um, and it reminded me, I don't know if you guys have ever played the game Tearaway. I have but, not. Um, it reminded me of that game. And Tearaway was like a, I don't know, let's say it was like a paper mache world. And you played this little hero who ran around trying to save the world. Um, but Mail Time, the aesthetic is very similar to that. Um And you play this little, I think you're called a mail scout. And you're basically going around meeting people with delivering messages and finding collectibles. Uh, in the demo, it was maybe like 20 minutes long, but it was uh, super cute, super fun to play. Uh, the next game that I played was called Skyscraper, which is in pre-alpha right now. But at DreamHack, you told me that it was almost done and I would have believed you. Is it like the movie? Um, it is a battle royale game. It is uh, nothing uh, like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's set in a city that's based off of Los Angeles. And you play these people called hikers. And there's uh, no hero abilities. Everything you pick up, you get out of a chest. So you can get like swords and uh, booster packs and things like that, or super speed. Uh, but you have to find all that stuff. And. The unique thing about it is it's like you hear Battle Royale, so you think like a map that closes. Uh, It it doesn't do that in Skyscraper. Uh, What happens is um, as you um, play throughout the game, you have a timer that counts down. And if your timer hits zero, you die. That's the end of the match for you. But as you find other people and kill them, you take their time, or there's these designated zones around the map and if you stand in those that will also increase the time.
0: Oh, huh. I'm looking at it now. This actually looks pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um you can use a grappling hook and zip lines and um I got to play like in their dev build mode, which is kind of just like a sandbox mode they had set up for six people to run around and just shoot each other and grab weapons and stuff. And uh, I jumped on a scooter, so I was like driving around the block on this little scooter. It was uh it was a lot of fun. So Uh, If you like Battle Royale games and you have a PC, uh, something to keep an eye out for.
0: And it's coming out this year still? Uh,
1: When I talked to the developers, they said next year.
0: Okay. So the stuff we look at now is old. (laughs) Probably. It does look interesting. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm done with the Battle Royale scene. There's just been so many of them. And and it's like, all right, I don't want to play anymore. But this has an interesting spin. I, I give it a try. Use a couple times.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I, I thought it was fun. Um, the, the devs were all really cool when I was talking to him. Um, just, it was a fun game to play and, uh, it played really well. Um, there was some visual bugs that I, I had a, an issue with, but otherwise like for being in a pre alpha, um, the shooting was mostly solid. Uh, some guns could probably use a little fine tuning. um, but otherwise, it, it was cool. I liked it.
0: All right, folks. So another battle royale to take a look at coming out 2023 skyscraper. If you go Google it, uh, Google skysc- uh, skyscraper battle royale. Don't just Google skyscraper game because apparently there's an NTF game called skyscraper. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. problem. <laughs> yeah, it looks interesting. Get, uh, check it out. All, all, right, right. all right, guys, so <laughs> this podcast now it's going to be talking about the game nominations for the 2022 The Gaming Awards Show, which is why this show is not going to be 30 minutes. We do apologize. We are not doing all of the nominees. There's just it's way too many of them. There's a lot of these. And dare I say, some are redundant. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. But <laughs> 100%. Th- so just, we're gonna that's just the game
1: awards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna say the game of the year for last and we're gonna we're gonna work our way through that. So guys, you all have the image that I gave you. So we're gonna start in the upper first row outside of game of the year. And guys and gals, you know, if you don't agree with what we're saying, obviously you can drop us an email, hit us up on Twitter, or reply on the comments, because it'll be on the Outer Haven site as well. All right, so the first game we got is Best Game Direction. And I don't want you guys picking what I pick. You guys need to get your own stuff. Okay? <laughs> but seriously, there's a... You know what? I'm just going to save it until we get through all these. Because some of these are just... They bug me. They bug me a lot. They really irk my nerves. But anyway, so Best Game Direction. Come on, website. Load up again. Because also the website <laughs> is terrible. FYI. I can read it for you. Because you could it just stopped on me. Is my favorite game in there? Yes, it is. Uh,
1: you have Elden Ring. <coughs> yes. God of War, Ragnarok, <laughs> uh, Horizon, Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray.
2: Those first three names you'll see you'll probably see a lot in these categories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one of these, one of these four is not like the other. One of these games does not belong in here.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I'm only
0: with uh, Elden Ring and God of War. Yeah.
1: So I, I I don't even think Her- Forbidden West was that good this year. So I,
0: I think I mean F everything I've seen of God of War Ragnarok, you know, and it does have a very very varied varied direction art direction. It looks amazing, but the stuff I've seen Elder Ring, guys, sorry, I, I get Elden <laughs> Edge. I'm sorry, not sorry. I don't know which
2: one I would choose. I so I've only actually played uh, Stray in this list. I did like the game direction, but I wouldn't call it as the best game direction, but I really do appreciate the direction that they are going for with the like creative and division with God of War Ragnarok with what I've seen and what I've like seen Let's Plays of. I need to still play the game. So I guess I'd probably go with God of War Ragnarok with this list. I just think that this list needs to be a little more varied. I feel like that about all the time, though, with Game Awards, is they need to have a better varied selection of games. We will talk about that at the end. Because remember I said I had
0: comments. I have things to say about that. I'm going to talk about that. Okay, Um, so
2: my vote then is for God of War Ragnarok.
0: Okay, so we're going to move on to Best Narrative. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. <laughs> this one's been causing <laughs> issues on the as As uh, Kyle said, you're going to see a lot of the same games in these categories. We got a Plague Tale Requiem. We've got Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and more Immortality is back again. And again, <laughs> I'm giving it to Elden Ring. I know a lot of people don't agree with narrative. I've seen some people say it doesn't have a narrative. And I understand that if they're not used to or don't appreciate uh, the storytelling that. From software actually does. It's not like, say, God of War, where it says, "Hey, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing this, we're doing that." You actually have to pick up on the the, uh, the cues and go along with the story and talk to the NPCs, and everything eventually becomes into the picture. Not like, oh, talk to this guy; he'll tell you everything you need to know. It's not like that. It's a different type of storytelling, and if it's it's not for everybody, and I completely understand that. But to be honest, 100% honest here, a Plague Tale Requiem should win this. It should. <laughs> it's not going to, but it should.
2: I feel like Elden Ring will probably win most of these awards that they're in.
1: I uh, I think this one goes to God of War. <clears throat>
2: I probably Requiem.
0: I heard so, something and then I stopped here.
2: It something. said I would go for Plague Tale Requiem. I like the. I love the way that they did the narrative in the Plague Tale game. Yeah, I
0: did too, but I went with Elden Ring. And uh, Scott, what were you saying? I'm sorry, Kyle, what were you saying? Um, I,
1: I got to give it to God of War Ragnarok because uh, the narrative in that game is really strong and there's a r- lot of really great moments with a lot of the characters. Odin's great. Thor is great. Christopher Judge does a fantastic job uh, no, interacting no, with no, tra- no, no. Atreus Nereens. Christopher does not so.
0: a fantastic job. Christopher is fantastic <laughs> everything that he does everything that he does seriously all right so we're all varied on this one that's good i like that i like that uh the next one is best art direction and we got elder ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west stray and scorn gorn should win this scorn's got some very very weird stuff going on the art direction scorn is fantastic
1: I agree with that one. Um, I, I, I actually, I think I could give it to any any game in this category except for Forbidden West because Forbidden West just looks like more of uh, Zero Dawn to me. So, but like God of War Ragnarok has some beautiful lookins. Elden Ring is gorgeous. I mean, it's not the best looking game on the list. Uh, Stray at least feels unique. Um, but I mean, I think Scorn really does have. A really cool creepy art style so it's yes. the most unique out of this I whole, think, yeah. whole
2: group scorn is the most unique i agree that i'd probably want it to win just because of that i'm kind of i wouldn't say i'm sick of the more realistic but i'm sick of this always being the best art direction of being the specific kind of deal but i think yeah scorn is gets my vote
0: oh scorn is so scary and creepy oh oh okay uh you best score well. in music there we go again guys a Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Metal, Hell Singer, and Xenoblade 3. Ooh, I'm gonna Xenoblade. go last on this one.
2: This actually has a very somewhat of a variety because we only have two of the main three <laughs> that show up in these categories. But, uh, so I'm gonna have to give this over to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I really like the unique changes they have with like the score and the soundtrack. Every single time you have like music with every different part of like the different like cultures and sections is really varied and it's really good. You're yeah, not
1: I, I I agree. Um I, I think Xenoblade Crackle Streak is the best one. Um that moment um I don't want to like spoil it. Don't spoil <laughs> it. But there's a there's a big moment where um the game makes you think something happened to a certain character and it plays like that piano theme with like the flute song oh, oh, yes. that they put at the moment. game. <laughs> um, and that's made that scene. Like that whole thing is like maybe like 30, 30 to 45 minutes long. But like the s- music they play during those sections is fantastic. Oh, okay. I, I was, I was up for like three hours in bed playing my switch and I hit that part and like, it, it was wonderful. You. There was just like <laughs> tears in my eyes. That song was playing in the background. I, no, she was asleep. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> going like, to also the say Xenoblade Chronicles 3 has an amazing soundtrack. I have not played the game yet. Big shock because I have too much stuff to do. But I have listened to this soundtrack over and over and over. I, honestly, all the Xenoblade games have had an amazing soundtrack. All of them. And it's a shame that these games aren't recognized what they are like i know scott would know this one i don't know who the uh the the composer of this one is but black tar from x xenoblade oh yeah that is my track i love that track it's been forever since i played a wii u (laughs) but that i i I go back and listen to that i listen to black Tar all the time it is such a great track amazing when are we getting Xenoblade Chronicles X on Switch? Now we have everything else. Never. <laughs> it'll be it'll be the next Nintendo console. It'll be the next remaster. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I mean, maybe. When well, Xenoblade Chronicles Y. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> All right. So we got now. We got best auto design. We got modern. Well, I can't talk. God of God of War. Jeez. there's so many. of there. The, they're so blurred. We got Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring. God of War, Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 should take this. I really like the audio
2: design they have of Gran Turismo 7 because there's so many little things in the Mm -hmm. game that just like is like wow with how they use their audio.
0: Yeah. And if you play this in 3D audio enabled headset or a good surround sound, oh, it is so good. So good.
1: I haven't I haven't played Grand Turismo 7, guys, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, you're still going through Ragnarok. So I'm gonna
2: have to go with uh God of War Ragnarok
1: on that <laughs> one. <laughs> Again, I don't know why Forbidden West is on this list. So.
0: <laughs> See, because Somebody's a hater.
1: Uh, I don't I don't hate the games. They're I'm just I just find them wholly uninteresting. That's
0: if fine, I wanted to play, know, wanted to play Far
1: Cry with robots, then that would be that Horizon Horizon would be perfect.
0: I mean, that's the good but, thing. You know, you don't have to like a game because the general internet consensus says you must like it. Screw that. Who cares? I agree. All right. Next category. Uh, click, 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 click. Best Indie. We got Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Let you guys go first. Uh, this one's
2: actually probably the toughest of the categories for me. uh, I really love stray. (laughs) Yeah. Sifu is a really cool game and cool design. Bolt of the Lamb is addicting. (laughs) (laughs) Neon White is actually a really like well-designed game, too. I think I like my time at Stray the most though, just because I love I mean I'm 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 a sucker for cats, so I'm probably just gonna go with stray
1: um i i would i would go with either sifu or stray um i enjoyed stray and i beat stray but i didn't beat sifu but i just think it's a pretty brilliantly made game yeah as far as like indies go um with the whole martial arts and stuff i don't love the aging mechanic but otherwise it's it's a fantastic game so
2: like this ironically it's always the indie one that makes me feel like i have to actually cut one off because i love like i liked a lot of these games like even tunic i had my moments with i wasn't the biggest fan of it i just felt like it was a weird mishmash of like a souls born with a link like legend of zelda setting but i think yeah stray is my favorite but i love like the sifu action i like the like the game direction design of neon white and cult of the lamb is just really addicting and it's just really hilarious
1: i missed out on Cult of the lamb i bought the game but like Something else was out at the time, and I just never got around to playing it. So it's just sitting in my backlog right now. I
2: know how
0: that feels. Collecting (laughs) digital dust. I will say I really loved Sifu. I did not care for Tunic. But the moment I got my hands on Call of the Lamb, it was over. I could not put that game down. The (laughs) gameplay is amazing. I love the mechanic system in place. And the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. Call of the Lamb is my, is my, uh, my nominee. Easy hands down loved it oh movie. yeah you were
1: you were pretty crazy for it <laughs> oh my god
0: I, I could not stop i kept t- i kept trying to talk to the developer like, hey this game is amazing can, can you spare some time to talk to me about this game and he was like <laughs> no we're busy right now i'm like oh okay well, thanks <laughs> all right we got a bizarre one now we got best action game and we got bayonetta 3 call of duty modern warfare 2 Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Why is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 even in here? I have no idea. This one is like the one that belongs here the least. I know people are going to say it's an action game. It's a it's a shir- shooter, first-person shooter. It should be in the best first-person shooter game genre, which there isn't one, or not I many, which isn't one. This When you say action, I think like kick and punch and stuff like that. And I know a lot of people are probably saying Bayonetta 3 is amazing, but uh, I kind of enjoy Shredder's Revenge a lot more.
2: I think Shredder's Revenge is my vote. Um, but that's just because I've only I've played through it at least like five times now with a different set of people, and it's always fun.
0: And that's the <laughs> thing. It's a great party game. The mechanics are fun. The, playing with, with icons that you grew up with is also amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. The combo system is amazing. It's a great game. Why is *Shredder's Revenge* not on these lists more? To be honest, we know why. We'll talk about it at the <laughs> end. I wanna,
1: I wanna know why there isn't a best FPS category, but there's two best action adventure categories. <laughs> you have best action game, and then you have best action adventure, which doesn't make any sense. It's just that they, they, they have to put another. Section in to get Horizon Forbidden West and God of
0: War Ragnarok on. It here? was it was to get God of War Ragnarok more votes than Elden Ring. That's why. I guess.
1: Yeah, which that one, the best action adventure, does not have Elden Ring on it, which makes no sense you because Elden Ring one.
0: is is a, is the next category. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> this is so fuck. This is so fucking confusing, guys. Best role playing, <laughs> Elden Ring, Live a Live, Pokemon Legends, Ar- Arceus. Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I am so sorry for all of you, but it's Elden Ring, guys. <laughs> sorry, Xenoblade. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, I could, I could agree with that. Uh, Xenoblade is awesome,
1: um, but I, I definitely think I, I put too much time into Elden Ring as well. Um, but I think if either one of those games won, I'd be happy. Now, if Triangle Strategy won, I'd be upset because that game is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you I'm, really
0: feel about that game.
1: That game is boring.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know this one because I mean I have Live Alive, Pokemon Legends, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I haven't played Elden Ring enough to know how well it does with role playing. I, I really love Pokemon Legends Arceus, but I also know that it's has its issues. I think I'm just going to go Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I loved Live Alive. I loved having like the mechanics of like different characters, different timelines, and going to different generations, looking at like your impacts and everything. Which I always love those kind of mechanics. I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why Cron Trigger is, on a, is my absolute favorite game of all time.
0: But ugh. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is where my vote goes. Fair enough. All right, moving over to best fighting games. We've got DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R. King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and Seafood. First of all, (laughs) Seafood is not a fighting game. It literally says for the best game design, primarily for head-to-head combat. Seafood is a one player game. Therefore, it should not be in this list. To all the people who put this on here, you cannot read.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. They're gonna put Seafood in best fighting game, but they're not gonna put Elden Ring in Best Action Adventure. (laughs) I don't understand.
0: With that said, this category is actually pretty tough. I did enjoy playing DNF Duel until I realized how broken that game was. Uh, Multiverses is a lot of fun, even though it got boring after a while. And King of Fives 15, it's just once the, um, and I'm not trying to be one of those kind of guys, but once uh, the Brazilians got in there, like, get it. They are so <laughs> damn good at this game. Holy crap. But uh, I think mine's going to go to King of Fighters 15. It is a great game. But who, 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 I know my place is not playing online anymore. Oof. <laughs> Jeez. This
2: one's tough for me um, just because... So the King of Fighters, I think... King of Fighters 15, I think, is probably the best balanced fighting game in, like between all of these. Multiverses, I think, was the most fun that I had in a fighting game. But I think it's just also because like it helps having people you play with. So I'm going to go. My vote was multiverses.
1: Um, I think out of that whole list, I've only played Sifu and multiverses. So, I mean, I'm going to have to go with multiverses because that's the only fighting game that I played this year.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that's fair. I mean, you don't have to play everything. We, we all can't be <laughs> me and go crazy. I, mean, I would recommend that you not be me because then again, you go crazy. Uh, I need to go back to my paper. My computer decided to close it out uh the n- the next one is the most anticipated game no 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 no, no. we we did first one we missed we're think. in the we missed a couple so we're gonna go circle back i'll be um, looking at this stupid list. innovation and accessibility yeah, is that we missed. so hit circle back best innovation as a dust falls god of war ragnarok to monkey island the last of us part one is do you mean part one remake <laughs> they need to get a better name for that well
1: that's that's the separation right there uh the the other one is just the last of us yeah so now it's part one and part two and they're both on the same level as each other so
0: and the quarry uh sorry Not, why i see why do i keep saying sorry god of war ragnarok just blew every game on this list away with the amount of accessibility options they put in this game i'm glad for them
1: one of the best things about god of war ragnarok is that the accessibility options gives you an auto pickup
0: and well, that's games, the best yeah, option. Very nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think God of War Ragnarok destroys these other games in terms of its features for accessibility. Just to the fact that it has so much features for accessibility that you can all customize for so many things. It's yeah. probably. I think it's one of the few games I've seen where you get like an actual toggle where, when you want an auto save, you can autosave in the middle of a boss. So that you don't have to keep restarting at the beginning of a boss. So, like when you get to like every fourth health level, like every fourth you get down in the boss, it auto saves for you. So that when you die, it just pushes you back to when that last bar of health was at. And I actually think that was a fantastic accessibility feature, especially for someone who doesn't who got to like say their third form of a final boss and has to go all the way back to the first form again at the start.
1: Yeah, that is nice. <clears throat> Which I, uh, you also get that if you put it on the easiest difficulty, it'll save halfway through the boss.
0: There's another game I'm playing that does that, and I'm glad they do that, what, but it's not a accessible option. It's just something that's baked into the game, which I'm glad to see. Well, I skipped one that I didn't put on the list, but I know we were talking about beforehand, and obviously that one is best adaptation. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, I forgot oh, that. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. We've got <laughs> Arcane, League of Legends, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, ugh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. Double ugh. this one for three different votes in here three different nominations it's hard Mm -hmm. you know arcane Um, when it first came out was amazing netflix actually gave me early access to this and i watched this with my wife and i was like wow this is so damn amazing right but then they did the same thing in the Edge Runners. And I, I was watching this move, this show for two weeks ahead of time. And I'm like, I really want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. I really want to talk about this. And I couldn't talk about it.
1: Uh, <laughs> I but think, then when um, it say again? I, I, I think if you're going to ask me about it, um, I really enjoyed Edge Runners. But I don't think Edge Runners was long enough. It was I not. Think, I think what is it by like episode three is where one the one character that the main character like respects dies. And then like, from there you kind of see, like you immediately see like the downfall of him. Yep. And and it happens so fast in between like that moment and the next episode, he's like already a different person. Like you don't see any of that happen. He, just, you see him die and you know that, you know, he's going to go psycho. So like, just, just getting that last scene in that episode, he's completely different. And he's like, Built up, he's all modded out, and it's like, when did it, all of this happen? So, uh, I, I'd have to go with Arcane. I think Arcane plays out so well, and it's so beautiful, and it's fantastic. It's a fantastic show.
2: I'm actually going with Arcane too. Um, honestly, this is a lot harder than I was expecting because I, yeah, Cyberpunk Edgerunners is really well done as well. I think Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is also a fantastic. Like adaptation of its source, but I think Arcane just blew it out of the water with actually making people like League of Legends.
1: Yeah, I and wish League of Oxy. Legends could be anywhere near <laughs> as interesting as Arcane is. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to would go. With awesome. Sonic.
0: I I love Sonic the Hedgehog too as a game and the movie. I oh man, I saw the movie and then went back and watched it a couple of days later. I as soon as it came out at home, I started watching it many times because I just love the character itself. And some of the actors I, were also really good. I just lo- thought yeah, it was a ben great adaption. Ben Schwartz is an amazing Sonic.
1: <laughs> I agree. I, I also really enjoyed Sonic. I just, you know, when it comes to these other adaptions, I, I really think that Arcane steals the show on this one.
0: I don't understand how Uncharted is in here, but whatever. <laughs> Uncharted's here because they didn't have any another one to place here, I guess.
1: I'm going to say the same thing about Cuphead. I actually think Cuphead's cute. Like, my <clears throat> kids watch it because it's pretty family-friendly for the most part. All, um,
2: except for when you sell your soul to the devil i mean no <laughs>
1: well see that's like a part of the thing like the devil comes to claim it so they make a sweater for him so you can't you know it's it's just a goofy show it's it's cute it's just you know it doesn't hold a candle compared to the other ones no it's not nearly well, except as uncharted dish. it's better than uncharted i would watch <laughs> paint dry on a wall than uncharted so
2: hey i i kind of liked uncharted but i still understand that it's still pretty mediocre it's it's yeah. no it's nowhere near the level of the rest of these four.
0: All right. So, we got the most anticipated game and I got some I got some words. I'm I'm just <laughs> I got some words, but I'll go last. So, <laughs> God, you go for. it. You're first, buddy. All righty. So, most anticipated
2: game on here for me, it's a, it's a toss-up <clears throat> between Zelda and Hogwarts. I really do want to, like, I do love Final Fantasy Series, and I do want to see how Final Fantasy 16 turns out. But in terms of it, I know it's probably going to be good anyways, because we have Yoshida as the main person to do it. But I also, Hogwarts Legacy is a, is a game, a kind of game that I've wanted since the Philosopher's Stone came out on PC. The kind of game where you can make your own character, travel the world of Hogwarts, become like a student, do classroom stuff. That's been something that I've been wanting as a game since, like, yeah, like 2001. So, 21 years. Holy crap, how old am I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Zelda, because I really love Breath of the Wild, and I really do want to see what happens more. I want to see what else we get out of that world, out of Hyrule, and how the rest of the world goes down with, well, since basically everything's getting destroyed, I want to see how it ends. <laughs>
1: um. <clears throat> I think I I think for me, it's uh, of the kingdom and Starfield. Um, I I think Hogwarts is cool, but I'm on that that line where, like, I don't want to contribute to J.K. Rowling's uh, royalty check.
2: Just by use. Dang it.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But
2: like, you know, I I do hate that
1: I'm like, I'm going to hurt like the actual like nice kind developers that are you know developer locked the game out
2: JK rolling of everything because they didn't like her either <laughs> yeah like you know
1: like i don't want to punish them for that but you know unfortunately like it's not high on my list um just because jk rowling sucks uh but i mean starfield looks awesome so i, I i'm looking for that bethesda space venture and uh breath of the wild was so great so i mean between those two games i'm gonna be eating pretty well next year hopefully <laughs> provided they don't get delayed
0: so i didn't hear which one you picked
1: uh I, I, I'm, I'm on the <laughs> fence i i think I'm, I, I'm either one of those games uh i may starfield i guess i would go with starfield um because i'm more into sci-fi or actually you know what resident evil 4 i'm gonna go with resident no, Evil. no
2: you are not anticipating resident evil 4 <laughs> uh, you're you're right
0: i'm not a big resident <laughs> evil fan at all. <laughs> all right, so I see these games up here, and the first thing that goes through my mind is: so where's the Dead Space remake? uh Where's Clipso Protocol? Do uh, you guys you you guys are waiting for Resident Evil Four, but you ha- you have no cares about the Dead Space remake? Yeah, None?
1: that's that's a after good point all
0: the stuff they're doing to this game.
1: Yeah, Dead Space is such a big step up from what we got when when that game released originally. When when did that game release? Did
0: When's it remember? coming out? When no, no, no! The, or, the original Dead Space. Oh man, Oof. I was playing it. Let me look this up. I was at home in my old house, playing it nonstop in my basement. Wow, what was this? Two thousand eight. Man, that's what I was gonna say too. That's awesome. Uh Yeah, so. so-
1: from, from 2008 to 2023, like it's a big step up. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is just more Resident Evil remake that we've been getting the past couple of years.
2: I mean, Resident so. Evil 4 is literally a game that gets remastered every year for a different system. We literally got Resident Evil 4 VR last year. So this is
0: just... Gonna be another Resident yeah. Evil 4, but
1: Resident Evil 4 is <laughs> Capcom Skyrim.
0: Like pretty much. I mean, <laughs> people do don't get this. I mean, let me break it down for y'all that are listening to this podcast. All right. Dead Space Remake has a brand new audio system in place that makes things sound much more eerie and gives you a, a better sense of immersion. They made the game so that you don't have to travel throughout the US use uh USMura, Um without using the tram system, which was only for the game to load into the next level. You literally can go through from the beginning to the end of the massive ship without loading now. Yeah, that's added, amazing. They added story elements that weren't in the game original game. They tweaked the original story elements so it doesn't change the game.
1: They yeah, enhanced and the,
0: the graphics. They're putting in more things like ultra wide support. Oh my God. And then there's <laughs> they like changed the this cutting now.
1: system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you can cut off like flesh too. Like
0: it's like they did all this stuff. They're doing all this stuff, which they should have did many years ago before they killed Visual Studios off. But I digress. <laughs> and it's or not Visceral. even up here.
1: Yeah, this, uh, this. I, I, the game awards, man. Like I just think, like every year, I just feel like they're just stretching further and further just to pad out the nominees and get more ad revenue.
0: <laughs> so, unfortunately, if I had to say which one of these five games I'm looking forward to. It's Final Fantasy 16. Uh, It's uh, Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the same fence as you are, but I would rather support the developers. I get it. Who have done an amazing I, job and are doing an amazing job. I will play it eventually. I know that much. So it's like, what if somebody buys the license from uh, the name who would not mention? Would, would people care then? Like, oh, hey, they don't own this. She, d- <laughs> That person doesn't own it anymore. Would you care then? So it's... Uh, it's-
1: yeah, I mean, I, if if she didn't have anything to do with it.
0: yeah, It's it's one of those things like, you know, you don't want the person. I, I
1: think my biggest thing, like, recently someone said something to her and she responded with, well, then I just look at my,
0: my royalty check that comes in the mail and I was that like... That person's a jerk. I Why do like, people what? even try to instigate a her, talk to that person? That person's a jerk. Literally is a jerk, you know? Yeah. So, oh, man. So Unfortunately... It's not
1: that like that I don't want to play it cuz you know I'm like no, I get like you, you guys no, I, I, get grew you, up I get what you are with Harry Potter and it, it it looks fantastic. I don't know if anybody's seen uh IGN's video coverage on it where they're walking through Hogwarts trying to not spoil yeah, stuff. Yeah, did you see the video of it like, the looks customization gorgeous.
2: options That was ridiculous.
1: I actually did not see that video. I watched a 20 minute video where they walked <laughs> through the castle and it looked fantastic. So I mean, there's a lot of hard work and effort Put into this game.
2: So, oh yeah, IGN yeah, coverage is a lot better than their coverage of what Sonic Frontiers was.
0: <laughs> yeah, that last video I saw where they were showing the character creation, I was like, "Wow, I have to play." Yeah, this game. yes, it looks so good. <laughs> so that is, I'm here for the game. And unfortunately, I mean, the last game I played, Ghost Song, was made by apparently the guy was a racist. I'm like, oh god, I didn't know that. But the game was amazing, so it's like, all right, well, 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 you know, (laughs) it's like, all right, all right, the game was good. Oh, man. But do support. Look, I'm just playing the game. Leave me out of that crap. I I don't want none of that crap. I'm just here for the game. I'm playing games because I like the game. Exactly.
1: I I will say I do hate that uh, where, like, Hogwarts is concerned. There's far too many people drawing, like, that hard line in the sand. Yeah. Where it's like if you do play this game, you're a terrible person because you support a terrible person. It's it it's it's not that deep. Like No. You know, it, it's like watching the movies now and going at, you know, um Daniel Radcliffe, even though he just came out and said, like, I don't believe that, but he was a part of that. He's a part of that world. I'm sure he collects royalties too from Harry Potter. Like Probably. Are we gonna go after him too? Like I don't know. This I just think there's too many lines drawn in the sand over Harry Potter. Like, you can still be friends with people, especially if you know they don't believe in that.
0: Yeah, you know? unfortunately, it's the way it is. And, and there's no such thing. I mean, there should be a thing as drawing a line in the sand because there's always extremes. And it, it is what it is, unfortunately, you know? Yeah, and I've met like cool other journalists
1: through this way, like, and it's like they're also that same way. And it's like, you know, I hate that. I hate that way, like, we I can't all just be friends.
0: <laughs> Not in this world, isn't that right, Elon? I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, uh, Twitter.
0: <laughs> we've we've got to most of the nom- nominations that we cared about. I mean, there are a lot more, um, but I think these are ones I care about. If there's something that I that I missed or didn't do, I would love for you guys to bring it up and do your own vote on them, please. I know I think you guys were also interested in um, best performance. I don't have any skin in that one, but I would love to hear your guys' opinions on that. Best
1: performance. Um, like I said, man, it's, it's Christopher Judge. So we've
0: got Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West, Ashley Birch, uh, A Plague Tale, Requiem, Charlotte, McBurgey, God of War, Ragnarok, Christopher Judge, who I already said, he's amazing no matter what he does, Immortality, <laughs> Man and Gay, I think I said that completely wrong, and I'm going to butcher this next person, and I apologize. God <laughs> of War, Ragnarok, Sunny Solgic? I can't uh, probably say that's I'm what
2: sorry. my guess is too. But I'm 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 for Christopher Judge on this one as well.
1: Yeah, Christopher Judge is fantastic, especially in Ragnarok, because like Kratos has to go through some emotional shit. <laughs> and there's a little bit of growth in like the way he sees things and the way he sees Atreus and stuff. So um I I I it's it's gotta go Christopher Judge. He also does a really good job being so deadpan all the time <laughs> that like He just makes so many moments and like little conversations hilarious. Like he had to be like cracking up while he was doing this game, just trying to be like, no, you know, like I, I feel like I would. So plus this picture of him that's on the uh, the (laughs) website, he's adorable. I want to hug him.
0: Well, you got to get invited to the show first or uh, <laughs> buy tickets. Team buy tickets? I'm going to be
1: honest with you. I talk trash about the Game Awards a lot on Twitter, so I'm sure they wouldn't invite me.
0: And yeah. Anyway, that <laughs> leads me up to my he last He called
1: it thing. the Game Ad Awards.
0: <laughs> but I mean, this, and this leads me up to my last thing here. So <sighs> I don't really care how I'm going to say this. Some people listen to this that work at these publications outlets. I, I'm sorry. I'm just saying what it is there needs to be more variety in these people that they bring over i mean some of these people are always here are always here are always here and it's not like they're like small ones or the giants of the industry like ign game informer ars technica i mean like are you, are you serious polygon pc gamer the verge the fact that you have Polygon and the Virgin here, or this from the same company, but Polygon is supposed to be the gaming branch, and the version is supposed to be the technology branch. WTF, you need to add more variety in it, and you need to start inviting smaller people. Nobody on this list is small in, in terms of, of influence and popularity. Not a one, not at least in the US. It's terrible. You guys can do better than this. UK, the Edge, Eurogamer, PC Games N, which I love, G, uh, VG two four seven, which I also love. I do Metro. enjoy VG two four seven as well. It's like, I are love you them too. serious? <clears throat> the only place, the only place they have smaller people is in Australia, where you have uh, Prestar and Steven Nader which are picked up. Actually, I don't think Steven is got picked up, but Press Start got picked oh, up Steve. by a major media company in Australia. Hmm. That's crazy, guys. You can do better. And I'm not tooting my own horn. Hey, you know, maybe we would like to, because we have some varied you know, things to say about these games as well. But for you to be in touch with the entire industry, you got to talk to the big and the small, not just all the medium and the massive. You got to do better than this. You have to do better than this. Especially in North America. Or I'm just saying USA. You have to. That's just me, Rand. I'm done.
1: (laughs) I I can agree with that. It would be nice to see uh, just a few more voices. that that ones that aren't just the big guys who you hear about
2: literally all the time. Who talk about the same stuff all the time.
0: Yeah. And I'm, uh, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful or saying anything to these people or about the yeah, people, a lot of people I, I talk about or I like and I, I listen to their stuff or watch their stuff or read their yeah. stuff. But it's like you're, it's always the same people, always the same people, guys. There is more than these people in in, in your, uh, I was to North America, but Canada's North America as well, in the U.S. <laughs> alone. There is more than this.
1: Yeah, Keep there's a lot out. of cool people that work at those other publications, you know. But it's like there's more than just IGN and Gamespot and Kotaku and Polygon, you know. <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah, you gotta j- just do more, guys. Just do better. Plus, if they had more little guys, we might have actually
2: seen more games than just God of War, Ragnarok, and Elden Ring and Horizon we Forbidden probably West. Would and have.
1: We probably would have. Yeah, because all the little guys are the guys who get the little games. Yeah, you guys don't don't really care about the, how many of these it? people the have played Froxy Frosted.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing probably nobody of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's another topic for another time. I wish I would love to partake with my fellow journalists from other smaller outlets and smaller personalities. But that's it. That's our picks for the Game Awards 2022 show. I'm sure it'll be a battle between Elder Ring and God of War Ragnarok.
1: 100. Oh, absolutely. And then Underdog will be a Forbidden West.
0: It'll be interesting <laughs> to see how many, which one wins. I know it's going to be a massive thing on the internet going, well, God of War should bring more games because blah, 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 Elder Ring Elder Ring should bring more because blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? I really don't care. Shut up I think game.
2: the worst part about this is regardless of who wins, it's going to turn into a console war again. It always does.
1: I think my big thing is, especially with Ragnarok, um, I really enjoyed 2018 God of War, but I don't think that it was on the same level as Red Dead. So I was one of those people who was upset that Red Dead 2 got beat by God of War, especially where I think it won more nominations. or like one of more categories than God of War did, but it still it's still game of the year. Um, but I think like with Ragnarok, it is a step up you know you won't be
2: as disappointed if it wins
1: (laughs) i won't be disappointed if it wins um it it's got a a wider variety of bosses it's got more worlds to explore it's got you know it's the writing's fantastic so um i really do think it's a step up so if it wins like compared to elden ring i think it's going to be a
0: lot more of a fair a fair fight Except
1: maybe in that narrative category. I don't, I don't really... Oh boy,
0: with. that's going to be... That <laughs> is already... Know, Elden
1: Ring being on there at all. <laughs> so,
0: just because you can't understand the stories being told or can't pick up on the story doesn't mean it doesn't have a narrative. I'm well, just see, saying, if you guys played the game... I'm, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Is
1: I don't think that... It's not that it doesn't have a narrative, because it does. Um, You just have to find it and then... You know, if you're unlucky enough to n- not piece it together yourself, someone else will have to explain it to you. And I think that's what kind of edges it out of that best narrative category, because we know the narrative that's in Elden Ring is cool and interesting if you can find it and put it together right.
0: I mean, if you just follow the main story, don't pick up all the smaller pieces. It literally says, hey, this is what's happening. Hey, you need to go here. you even got the uh, I forgot what it's called. But the thing that directs you from one location to the other. If you really can't figure things out, um, go here. Go here. uh, Go here. The way
1: the the grace points you. Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's there, guys. It's I mean say what I'm saying, guys. I don't mean you, I'm just saying people in general. It is there. You just gotta know what you're looking for. And again, there's two different ways to tell a story. So there's multiple ways to tell a story. It's just Elden Ring does it a different way than God of War does it different than super mario brothers does it you know i'm not here to say hey you're a big stupid poopy head because you don't like elder ring totally not saying that i'm just saying you're a big poopy head if you're saying that it doesn't have narrative whatsoever
1: oh yeah see that's not true at all it does have a narrative
0: <laughs> i'm just, gonna I just say think I'm it's...
2: disappointed that
0: trails from zero never made it on any list oh my god can we talk about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think it I'm, I'm gonna i'm sorry i'm gonna make you mad I just think there's just way too many RPGs for them to be on that list. (laughs) It's all, and it's just, you can only have five games? Like, you can only have five games? Just five games? Are you serious? Do we have to keep having three of the five of the same game is the thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing that goes back to, (laughs) that goes back to having more varied eyes or experiences. Like, you know, there are more RPGs than Elder Ring and this and that and that. You know, there are other things out there. Maybe they're not as big or granules is those but they're out there yes. have you played them no well that's why they're not on the list but they're there i mean how many rpgs came out this year i don't have a number for you on that okay i got a short list so we we had we had elder ring right um god i'm thinking of those. i would even say cyberpunk just, be, <laughs> just because of all the updates, it's a complete <laughs> different dude, game. It's cyberpunk, <laughs> it's a complete different game now. It's like, oh my god, it actually plays well. Um, uh, Xenoblade. I would Blade. even say Tiny Tina's Wonderlands.
2: Yeah, we got Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We got Star Ocean. We got Harvestella. We got
0: Stranger <laughs> of Paradise.
2: <clears throat> Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> we got the I mean Pokemon. <laughs>
0: uh you know it's a shame that marvel's midnight Suns didn't come out because that probably would have been good as well but that probably that's be also good. not anticipated surprise surprise <laughs> uh I, don't know. I mean we could go on forever talking about this so unfortunately <laughs> I and mean, can probably. i also talk about the cutoff date i, I don't like this cutoff date nonsense like november 18th or whatever yeah I think it needs to be
2: like the Oscars.
1: They have it, what, in like February or March or something like that. Like, that's how it should be. That way you get everything in the year out. Yeah. And then you go from there.
0: Right. Right. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, we had Soul Hackers.
2: Yeah, we had Soul Hackers. We oh, yeah. We had The Legend of Heroes Trails from Zero.
0: And see, that's the problem. There's just so many great games that came out that it's like, we don't remember what they are. <laughs> We had, what was the other one like the edge of eternity? Is that the one that came out this year? Oh, I did not it, like that. Yes, game. it was. I kickstarted that game. Oh, did not. Like
2: that. <laughs> I didn't play it, but I saw coverage of it. So, <laughs> all
0: right. Well, I think we've rambled enough, we take enough people's time. Um, thank you for listening to our ramblings about the game award show. I'm pretty sure we're going to get some comments about some, which we, we love and we welcome. We're looking forward to watching the show. I don't know if we're going to do something where we all watch together and go, yay, or boo, or something to that effect. <laughs> I'm also wondering how many world premieres we'll hear during the show. It should be interesting to see. I can't wait to fall asleep watching commercials.
2: Oh, yeah, those two. <laughs> those two. How many Nintendo Switch commercials that are going to be about, you should get a Nintendo Switch and nothing else? <laughs>
0: I have a Nintendo Switch and I have the OLED Switch sitting on my shelf, which has not been opened <laughs> since I got it because I thought it was a waste of money and I can't take it back because I don't have a receipt. Ah. Uh, probably sell it. <laughs> I mean, my Switch stays dock, Man. I don't ever take it anywhere else. I mean, there's a more superior hardware called the Steam Deck. Maybe better. <laughs> <heard of it. laughs> and it costs about the same. Wait, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally does, but yeah, I'm not talking cuffs,
2: about about another like a hundred bucks more. I think that's if you get a normal switch.
0: Normal switch. We need that <laughs> Switch Pro so we can run games better. Yeah, right. Oh wait, that's the Steam Deck. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm gonna stop now. Um, thanks for checking out the Specter Roll podcast, folks. From myself, Kyle, and Scott. Thanks for checking out the show. As always, you can find us over at Apple podcast google podcast amazon podcast theoutofhaven.net for some great articles as well check us out on youtube and anywhere else for great podcasts or any podcasts are all right so it is time to go to bed maybe maybe not who knows i can't get over this daylight saving time thing over with my body's (laughs) not going i I get up it's time for me
1: to go to bed that's for sure
0: yeah, it feels like yeah, my body's like I don't know, Keith. What do we want to do? Yeah, I should probably go to bed. But thanks for watching or watching, gee. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good night or a good morning or a good evening, whatever. Bye. Thanks. Bye.